but it's glorious. Justin has braved. Am I getting a Jack and Diet or no? I thought you already made it. <laughs> no, I made a pork. Oh. That is an incredible drink, I have to say. Thank you very much. Never mind. No, don't. I don't. Um, no. This is the worst beginning to any podcast, but it's the best beginning for me. We're just beginning the drinks. Justin has survived a, a pilgrimage into Africa. Uh, he fought jackals, he hyenas, fought, he fought height, and fornicating giraffes. And he's back here in a green shirt, thrilled to be American. Nope. Um, is that shirt African? Of origin? Yeah, first, did you buy anything at the Africa gift shop? I did. <laughs> what, what'd you get? I bought a necklace. Paul Rusezabagina? I bought a necklace for my wife. Pearl necklace? You went all the way to Africa for a necklace? Hey, Johnny Max in the building. Hey, Johnny. I bought some... Back uh, in the old Brill building. I bought some right. glass bottled Sprite. Nice. That's pretty good. Is that from God's Must Be Crazy? Um, Tell us about your ascent onto Kilimanjaro. Yeah, Justin, for those who haven't been paying attention, Justin Justin and some loved ones went up a mountain, one of the big mountains. How big is it in the it's world? It's pretty big. It's, uh, I think it's the biggest freestanding standing mountain in the world. Oh, come on. That's got to be Stone Mountain. I'm not exactly sure. what. <laughs> I guess freestanding means that no other mountains crowned around it. Oh, it's not in a range? It's I want to know range, yeah. how many Confederate etchings are in Kilimanjaro. <laughs> well, a lot now. Man. You know? Yeah. Um, they shoot lasers at it. Did you take a diarrhea in the mountain? I didn't. I didn't have diarrhea, oh. but a lot of the crew did. They got the poops. They got the poops. Thank you. Um, it's uh, the mountains. I think it's about nineteen thousand three hundred feet tall. They call it the roof of Africa. Nice. When you summit. That's because they have no no <laughs> roofs there, really. They have plenty of roofs. Did, um, did you see some poverty? Yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah. Did you see some rich? That was when he came Not out from too much rich. I didn't see too much rich. <laughs> what city did you fly into? Africa City? No, Tanzania. <laughs> Tanzania? Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Africa, as a lot of people don't realize Africa is actually a continent. I know. That's um, ludicrous. What, what territory of Africa were you fucking around in? That's the thing is that I remember the guy, the customs guy, on the way back, he asked what country we went to. My sister's. My sister said we went to Africa, and he got mad. Because <laughs> he said, uh, here, hey, Africa's continent. I was like, we're well aware. It's a continent. You know, like, okay, buddy. So Tanzania. Um, yeah, it was, it's, Tanzania's on the, I guess, the eastern, midi, like, eastern side of Africa. It's, it's over on, there near Africa. Is, uh, it's in Africa. It's near uh, Kenya, I believe. It's on the African side of the continent. Is everything made of rope out there? I mean, what's, what's going on? A lot of rope on? stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of thatch roofs. I know that. It yeah, certainly cool, sure. it cools the whole house. Mm-hmm. It's really a of, great. A lot of stuff. A lot of. Uh, I saw a lot of haircut shops. Really? Mm-hmm. On the side of the road. And Obama had just been there. I, b- I believe Obama had just been in How Tanzania. How can they tell? And, uh, he looks <clears> like all of them. But uh, he's very popular over there. We were asking the, the people what we were talking about him with. Because he was born in Africa and no? all? Exactly. <laughs> he was from Africa, so they like him. How many um, times did you watch Roots while you were there? <laughs> I didn't bring my uh, iPad on the mountain, so none. <clears throat> okay, so you were teasing something in the phone call earlier today. So you made it all the way to the top. Your dad got a little bit of a back injury. so he Yeah, so it. what happens, uh, the, the quick version of this is, you know, there's different routes you can take up to, to roots? summit. Roots. Roots. <laughs> uh, to summit this thing. And, and we went on the, the tour, they call the tourist one, which is like the Coca-Cola route or the Marengo. Kind of for mountain. pussies, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's, it's not. It's, it's uh, you know, I, I found it, 
you know, I'm not the most in shape person. I'm certainly fat. And um, you're a, you have a shape. <laughs> I, have I mean, a shape. so don't be mean. You're a yeah. gorgeous guy. I'm yeah. not gorgeous, and so it's like he's a little bit like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot like he's about 93 percent. Oh, Keanu for sure. Reeves. That's what they kept saying over there. So um, it's like 120 percent. They kept they kept saying Neo. <laughs> um, but there's different routes you can take, and the, and there's and the, I think the 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 the, um, the idea is the more time you spend ascending the mountain, like the more days you spend, the better off you are because the altitude, as you increase in altitude, it gets harder. And it's not necessarily an arduous, like the most arduous hike or anything, but it's the altitude really gets to people. So we went up fairly quickly and on this the tourist route. And um, I think I think that it's considered the hike is considered pretty easy until you get to the to the summit day, and then I, they say that's the, the hardest. Is there snow? There's there's snow, but it you wasn't were in snow. like layers and layers of shit. Yeah, it was it was very cold, but it wasn't as cold as it can get. I guess whenever you summit, you know, some people I think it actually does. There's snow up there. We didn't see any snow up there. I saw snow, but there wasn't when we summited like the summit area. There wasn't any snow on the ground. Did right you now. see Snowden? Do you didn't see Snowden? He's in Russia. He's in you, Russia. Did you, did you ever think you'd be using the word summit in, as a no, verb no. in your this, life? This whole thing was like my dad's idea. My dad is retired, and he's my dad's very in shape, and he wanted to do this alone. And then he, my sister and I, decided that we were gonna go with him. You know, it's an expensive endeavor, but we fuck your dreams, Dad. We're coming with you. Yeah, exactly. And he was happy at first, but my dad, anyway. So the long story on day two, my dad. His back, which he didn't expect, his back started to hurt him. Um, and so he was in a lot of pain, like the entire trip, basically. And he tried to sum up. There's not some roots they could rub on him or something? They did. They put some stuff on his back. I mean, they, they really tried to take care of him, but it just Solid never Mary. subsided. And he, uh, he's 66, almost 67. And, you know, he tried that day. And they start you at the summit day. They start you like at 1 in the morning. You go up <clears throat> in the middle of the night. And he, he made it to like 16.5 or something. He made it for a while. He just had to turn around. He's in too much pain. And it was tough to see him go. Was he, it was was hard. It, was he, um, what, was he alone? You no, guys we were all together. And you but go did very you leave slowly. him alone? He went back down with one, well, one person. Mm-hmm. Did, was he disappointed? Of course. Yeah, but of course. He, was, he wasn't like crushed by it. No, he wanted, <clears throat> he, he wanted to turn around because he didn't think he could do it. You know, later, because he was in so much pain, but later he was thinking that if, Obviously, if he hadn't been paying, I think he could have done it. That's what disappointed him. You know? Well, I think it's really great that you went with him. It's a, it's a good experience that you'll always have. And it's important that you went with your father. I really I think, think so. that. And it's yeah. a good bonding experience for you and your sister. No, we had an amazing time. And, and then my sister and I actually managed the summit. And he was very happy that we did. So yeah. I, I, tried, I went with my dad, but I couldn't <clears throat> get his coffin past like the first <laughs> marker. Jesus. We need more pallbearers. So, uh, anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> That's too soon. <laughs> so anyway, so the fourteen years. The 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 thing is, when the altitude is crushing and people are throwing up, going up this thing, and people are getting headaches, and I was well, feeling pretty good. How fast were you going up? You came the elevator. Two hundred miles an hour. No, <laughs> no, really, I cannot believe that because I've climbed mountains too, but not obviously Kilimanjaro. Yeah. I wouldn't call your ex-girlfriend a mountain. And I haven't climbed a mountain mountain The hell with you. I've climbed cat bells where King Arthur is said to be encased in ice. You realize King Arthur is a figment of your imagination like that mountain you climbed. (laughs) Cat bells. Yeah, it's in the Lake District in England. It's a girlfriend in in Canada. It's near Windermere. Lake Windermere. It's 
you know, it's, it's, it's me, a hike. I'm not climbing a mountain, but everybody at this table except for Justin can piss right off. I climbed the yes. hell up that mountain. Well, no, I mean, it's you climbed a bigger mountain. That's that's really the challenge. So that's what they kept saying, and we and we were taking um, sons of bitches, Diamox. Everybody's taking Diamox. It's supposed to help you with altitude. That was I, one of Zartan's. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Um. Anyway, just just to speed through this, um, I felt pretty good that day. I felt tired, obviously, because you're going up. It's like a you know, three and a half mile up. It's like they up. woke you up in the middle of the night, too. Yeah, I saw those guys. Fucking but, you know, I felt okay. Like, exactly. I felt okay. It's cold. But, you know, you, you're kind of just keep pushing yourself. But then um, I started right at the end, man. I started wobbling, and I I'd had to sit down, and I started to feel, like, fucked up. And so I made it to the summit. On the way down, I felt really weak. And when I got down to the, to the base camp where we started, which takes a while to even get back down, I couldn't catch my breath and I knew I was screwed. And so, cause they said, if you can't catch your breath and then if you feel like some fluid in your lungs, which I was feeling, that's a bad sign. Usually. And so, and so, uh, is that the panic attack you were talking about? Well, I got that later. So anyway, so I, I couldn't catch my breath. And so what really worried me is that if you are in extreme, if something happens to you, let's say you break your leg, you're in Africa. <laughs> Let's exactly. You break your leg, or something happens, or you really get sick from altitude. Like you get your brain swells. All stuff can happen. They, um, there's no way to come pick you up. It's like there's no helicopter. And at that point, at that, is there like a Tolis Scott Glenn up there? No. Or no? So that at that I point, I was saving that joke for later. Well, remind me, by the way. There's some, but this, there's a funny story about that, but not Scott Glenn. But anyway, so what they do is, at that point, when you get back down to the base, you're 18 miles away from, you're 18 miles away from the start, and they would have to put you on a stretcher and carry you 18 miles down, you know, two guys, three guys on a wheel, you kind of, but there's like a wheel on it, 18 miles, and then you get an ambulance to some so African hospital. Wheel, <laughs> you, you mean there's, you, they put you in a wheelbarrow? There's a wheel Pretty on much. It. I mean, I saw some people, I, I saw some people get wheeled down and you just don't want that to happen because you, I mean, first of all, 18 miles of stretcher. You don't even get As you, you don't, can't breathe, sucks. But then you don't even know where you're going and you're not, you don't know anybody there. You're, you're, you're my dad couldn't come with me. So, I mean, let's face it. These guys are willing you down. They might get bored and just machete you. I mean, exactly. It's Africa. Might just dump you that over. Half the oh, we lost them. They so, so anyway, that's why I was worried about happening. And, and so when you start to descend, all this stuff starts to correct itself. So you just have to rapidly descend. And I was obviously not rapidly doing it. They gave me a little oxygen, but um, I did manage to, to get, you know, you have to trek another six miles to this other camp. I did manage to get there and then I just went to sleep. And when I woke up, I felt a lot better. Because you're but, in America. Exactly. Yeah. Right, no. Right. What happened? See, I like how they discourage you to rapidly descend, but yet they, they don't did want discourage you. you. They, they want, don't want you out, but they don't want you to jump off the mountain. No. Uh, well, it's, it's not. This is the rapid descent after after they have a big bouncy. They have a big bouncy African castle at the bottom for you. <laughs> anyway, so this is fun forest. But anyway, the whole thing, the the, the best part was this the, on summit night. It's dark. You have these headlamps and. Anyway, the sun started to come out, and we're still on the side of this mountain. I mean, it looks straight up. You're like, what the fuck am I doing? And so, um, as, as you know, and, and people, your mind's not necessarily right. So we started to come up. I, I see going this, to Africa? <laughs> right. I see this guy, like, as we're coming up. There's a guy sitting on, like, a rock. Just, just laughing and laughing. But just sitting up, just pools. sitting on the side of this mountain. And it, I, it was Moses. I forgot about this guy, but they had to remind me. But we... I, at first, I thought he was wearing like a 
like a big like coat and but he was wearing he was just like some it wasn't an African guy, it was just like maybe a French guy. Big white beard, like just a total cliche, right? And just sitting there and then I realized like as you, he's just staring off like past us, like wouldn't look at he's us. Dead. You know? No. He's just on the sitting way. there. No, he's just French. And then you realize like later that this fucking asshole just climbed up before everybody and just sits there and stares so he can be like some weird figure that you pass. I mean there's no what else what other reason would he, he have? He was just relaxing. No, he was just being an asshole. He's like the dipping dot. Wait, so hold on a second. The guy's just sitting there and he's an asshole? He's just sitting there on the he's side of the road. He's showing off. He's showing and off. He, and he wouldn't look at you like you're like, hey man, what what's up, bud? You know, hey. He didn't amateur. He wouldn't look at you. So And you like literally clapped your hands in his face like that? I did. Well, I know. I, if if that, someone did that to me, I don't feel like I would want to strike up a conversation either. Say, hey, buddy, so what's what's up, bro? Let me go ahead and say on record that I really love the idea. Seriously, I love the idea of you going to Africa because it's an, it's an adventure yeah. that you're never going to get the chance to take with your family again. Oh, you're right. And I think again. it's well. No, I think it's really great. I think that's. I, I love the oh, idea of you having, having a bond with your father and your, your sister yeah. that no one else can share. I really love that. I agree. Hey, let's face it, Joe. You're 41. If you weren't able to accomplish that by now, you're a fucking failure. I mean, I'm not so 41 yet. I do applaud you. <laughs> Don't even try. You're 41. I do, but I would love to one day do that. I don't have the the nerve. His dad, his dad's not gonna it. go with you. Steve, you would love his it. Father his might dad go wants me. nothing to do with his you. His sister and father will go with me to climb Kilimanjaro. <laughs> yeah, my dad might go back. Did you ever find out what Kilimanjaro means? Uh, no. So you didn't really get any sort of spiritual awakening here. Did you read any Hemingway before going? The snows of Kilimanjaro, or is that the story called? No. Of course not. I read like some Calvin and Hobbes or something. Well, that's a tremendous story. Did, I really, did you have a layover? Well, here's what happened, too, is I missed my flight going out, which is a genius. So. I remember missing a flight with you. Yeah, I know. We've done it before. Thanks, thanks. So I was a day behind everybody else. As far as, like, it's not like I missed the start of the trip, but I did miss, like, they had, like, a little safari at the beginning, and I missed that. So let's get to the important part. While, while you were in Africa and at Kilimanjaro, how many pyramids did you see? I didn't see oh, any. Oh, wait. I didn't see any. <laughs> I thought it was a pyramid. Did you guys want to know about the bathroom situation? I thought there was or? a pyramid right next to Kilimanjaro. Lots of holes in the ground, but holes? at the at the, yeah, the camps, I was I was I found a toilet. I actually found a toilet, and uh, it didn't have a lid. But amateur. And so I was I was so excited that I found a toilet because most of the stuff was holes in the ground. Oh, that's and where you shat. I shat in it, and then as I was going, this is the worst. I heard a lid clank right next to me, and so there was a, right next door there was a lid, and I I went over there and I kissed the lid. <laughs> To be honest with you, I wouldn't trust the lid in Africa. I, I think I'd still have No, it. you would. You bring me all the lids you want. I mean, of all the great oh, things Africa's brought us. You would sit on a lid like you've never seen. It was the best thing ever. So, uh, I found a lid at the next camp and then the other camps. Did you consider bringing your own lid? That would be a good invention. Portable so tell lid. Me, that's why he was late, missed his flight. What'd you, what'd you right. wipe with? Just getting his big shit in. What I wipe with? Uh, toilet, like, toilet paper. Did you, bring, did you have to bring it? Yeah. Okay, so you, you spent a lot of money I did. packing, all this, buying all the shit you yeah, use once in a while. never use. Yeah, I gave away some of it. Like, that's another thing you do. The, 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 the reason that you're able to sum it, the reason that you're able to do this is because they have a team of people, African people, that are amazing that just basically carry a lot of your stuff, carry the food, cook the food, you know, are experts as far as, like, they do everything. Like, that's the only reason. Like, you can, that we could. Um, they, they just basically helped us. Did you have to pitch your own tents? Created schedule. So we didn't. We did not. We slept in huts. 
Those in huts. How many Burger Kings were you buying? There was several. There was a Popeyes. <laughs> um, Kilimanjaro eyes. So you slept in a hut? That's yeah. They, on this route, they, this is the only route that has like actually huts. But there was tents. People slept in tents in the, in the, the campgrounds too. So, but we didn't have. To, we slept in huts. And there were little mice that came out. They're sweet, nice little cute mice. Did you put one in your pocket and break mm-hmm. out of jail? And there's these huge fucking <laughs> birds that like ate, fed off the mice. It was interesting. They fed them on the mice. They fed them while the you mice. were watching. No, I didn't see it, but they you could tell that they did because they weighed like 800 pounds. Because of breath, the biggest birds very, I've ever very seen. Very mousy. Yeah. I'm very glad you, you survived and you're back. Thank you. I'm glad too. It was a little scary at the end, but it, it was really amazing. Tell me trip. about your panic attack because I've never had one. How does that, what does that feel like? So I couldn't catch my breath and I would cough a ton. I, I don't know what. And so then when I started coughing a lot and I couldn't breathe, like I just went. It was, was like a hyperventilating type thing. Yeah. So I don't know if it was a panic attack, hyperventilating, but it was like one of those calm. things where you just had to like talk yourself through it. So you start doing it, can't breathe it you know you keep taking these real quick breaths and then i was like just calm the fuck down and so eventually i would so how, how did your sister handle it she fucking cranked it she was amazing did, she that, was, make, did that make you feel bad no i was so happy for her. she was actually the best prepared out of all was like um i was obviously the least but well, she, she was doing like cross she actually built a smaller version of africa in her apartment <laughs> so she's been practicing but she was like she was doing crossfit beforehand she like i was with her on the mountain and she was like, I was just so out of breath, and she was like, just whatever. Laughing, just yeah. laughing and laughing. But she, she said it was very hard for her, but you couldn't tell. Yeah. She just said that to make you feel better. No, I, I think it was hard for her, but she was very well prepared. That's ridiculous. Hold on, I want to get back to the smaller and version. And she didn't get that sick. She, didn't, she got probably the least sick out of anybody. Oh, my God, that killed me. How many people were in your crew, like like in the group that you went with? Including Ten. Africans. Ten. Um, as far as the crew, the actual crew is like 40, 40. People with How do you know for sure that you climbed Kilimanjaro? I'm not sure. <laughs> when I was up there, man, I remember. Did you walk? It's walking up the hill, right? It's you not, walk and you, you, have and you scramble climb. over rocks and stuff. But you don't have to have like any ropes and no, pulleys no. and all that shit. I can give you a hint. How many forests did you go through? How many woods? You, go through, you went through some woods at the beginning, some rainforests, I guess. So kind of. Did they tell you about the dangerous creatures to keep an eye out for? It didn't. There wasn't many. Really? I don't think so. Because from what I understand, it's like Australia where everything hates you. Almost every animal. I didn't get was. hated by anything. Mm. I got sunburned. Did you? Did you? Uh, Australia is another good country. Really good one. It's really yeah. good. Really good continent. Australia is to get murdered by Listen, things. Australia is amazing. It's but anyway, better than Africa. I've never been out of the country. I've been to Canada, so this was like a big thing for me. So uh, it was. It was very nice. Yeah, it was very interesting. And then we went through Amsterdam, which I only saw the airport. But it was the, they had a casino in the airport, and I got mad at every airport here that. Well, the thing is, I think you've gone further east than anyone else here. Vegas's airports you, suck. Uh, not, no, I mean, I've yeah, been to Europe, but never Africa. Wait, you, that, you've been to Prague and stuff. I mean, I've been to Prague and I've been to Australia. I don't know, geographically, it's under. It's yeah. I've never, I mean, the flights were anyway. insane. Yeah, you know, definitely. I've been to Thailand. Oh, you, but you, you went so to you northwest. Flew to, flew to Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah. To, then in Tanzania. In Tanzania. Did. Did you enjoy? Did you tell me what you watched or listened to on the flight? Anything great? Yeah, I watched a lot of movies on the. On the I watched that Sound City documentary. Isn't I really it amazing. Liked it. Yeah, I it's really amazing. liked it. Mm-hmm. They had they had um. I watched like Identity Thief. You know, like I watched the little things, but did it have like the? Were you talking about like where it had it like in the front of your seat or? Yeah. You you put, yeah. That goofy controller doesn't really work. Um, but you know, the first since I was alone, the first leg of my trip, and I missed my flight. My dad and my sister are already over there. 
I just I just crunched on movies. I watched like four movies in a row on the first flight. Nothing better than Identity Thieves. I thought it was funny. I it was in a good mood for it. I guess. I don't know. I like Melissa, Melissa McCarthy. I'm in, I'm into her. She's, She's good. funny to me. Well, Jason Bateman. I like him. Who else? Is there anybody else in that movie? Is that right? There's not the stars, it's, right? It's a two two person movie. But there's other like little parts, I guess. Yeah. So good. We're glad you're back. All right, folks. We're back. Glad you enjoyed that. Uh, I heard that. I'm glad you enjoyed that African conversation. Um, we'll, I did it. I did folks, it. Folks, if you switch to the B channel and your audio, we'll, we'll redo it in a series of clicks and grunts. <laughs> um, so Pacific Rim is out, Justin. Did you know that? I saw it with uh, the screening before I left with you. That's right, because he was leaving for Africa. I figured the last, the, the last theatrical experience before he goes abroad should be Pacific Rim. So we saw it. Everybody here has seen it. Yes. Yes. Even Andrea. Yep. And... Um, you know, it's not doing well. It's at like 77. It's doing okay. It's doing great overseas, but I think that when it all boils out, it's going to be considered not a hit. One of those movies that will uh, pick up steam as, uh, as life people continues. Are gonna, people are going to love it. Yep. It's, uh, it's Just like real steel. Next wave shit, man. <laughs> um, but we all liked it, right? Yes. I thought it was great. I mean, the, the spectacle, you just can't deny i mean i think you pointed out nick i mean every dollar's on the screen um which you know you can certainly respect i think that was ultimately its undoing um unfortunately when you look at uh i mean just in terms of its box office (laughs) but no i mean it's just the kind of thing that i mean as much as i like idris elba you know he's just not the the draw and i think time and again the american public has shown themselves to be um pretty retarded when it comes to picking good movies well but at the same time i mean they don't you don't necessarily need a star if you can sell the premise and they just never were able to sell i would love to live in a world where idris elba was a list though because i think he's he's fantastic he's no there's nothing about him that's less than any other major star like he's he's got the chops he's attractive as hell he's got a great voice and he he could do any, all the physical stuff. Well, the biggest thing is he can fit inside a giant robot <laughs> and walk across the ocean. But yeah. the problem, what's what, fa- what what failed, what failed the movie was that they never really knew how to sell it. They didn't so, know. And so, like you look at something like Avatar, which was a huge movie that had no stars as well. They knew how to sell that movie. Actually, they're selling Pacific Rim great now because they they're leading with all the quotes. Like if you, they're yeah. still advertising it, which is great. You're seeing like quotes from like Rolling Stone and Time and all these places that say, you're like just all of the stuff that we feel. And and I think it's actually helping because it's not dropping as much as most of those kind of films do. Wolverine's going to hurt everybody this weekend. But so. what they should have done, I think, with Pacific Rim. And then it'll heal. Another thing I think it hurt it was they held it. And they should have just released it like immediately as soon as the summer started. It wasn't done. And they, that would have been best case because. That's a you, perfect March movie. Yeah. Like a three hundred. Yeah, and you get yeah. you get out in front of everybody. It's a surprise. It actually is a movie that's worth watching. It's it's good. It's got the effects, but it's like got heart to it. But after people are kind of taxed with uh, the big blockbusters, and then it, then it comes out, it's too bad. And I think too, unfortunately, I mean, I heard it from numerous people. They just felt like it was you know somehow related to Transformers or Transformers retread, which it couldn't have been further from that. Um, but I think you know they, they, they maybe could have done a better job on the large scale marketing explaining what the robots were and, and how they applied to the, the overall theme of the movie. Actually, I think the the stuff in the film that was flashback 
would have been a great ad for the yeah. movie. Like the, just like the the newsreel footage and all that stuff. There's like a there's a montage early in the movie that's short enough to be a trailer that features all of that really cool shit. Well, it's it's what's cool about the movie. I think the coolest thing about that movie is it's like it's got that sense of innocence to it throughout, and it's got this whole idea of the world verse versus. I think Guillermo brought this up a lot. It's the world takes on, not just like America takes on, which is like typical. But it, you know, the cast is like multinational. It's like or multicultural. So it's like they really thought about that, and it really shows, and it works. And um, you know, it's too bad that they, you know, maybe that's working on it, like you said, on an international market. Like it's yeah. it's like doing better. But I wish they could have. You know, I mean, this is it is kind of a kids' movie in a lot of ways. I think you could take a kid to it. I, I took Jackson and, and one of his friends to it, and I will say they they they're nine, and and they did get somewhat, you know, bothered by the monster <coughs> design. I mean, there was some. They were both kind of saying they were scared at the beginning, yeah. um, but ultimately, I think as they got into it, they 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 kind of worked worked their way through. Yeah, it. I think. I mean, I think Guillermo would want to scare little kids a little bit. Like, I think that's part of his mo is like he wants to like put fear in kids' movies. Like he's that's a big thing for him, and it works. Like I remember when I was a kid, I used to get scared of movies, and those are the movies I always remembered, and I loved. So he—that's kind of his point. But is know? it any less scary than that communist Obama? <laughs> Fucking Obama! Um, did you see the scene with the British mech? He's like drunk. British Jaeger. He's, he's drunk in the corner. Never fought anything. Just hammered all the time. Mm-hmm. No. That would be great. That'd be- I'm just saying, like, each, if, he's, if, if each country really had a Jaeger, it'd be yeah. amazing to see what, like, the Canadian Jaeger's, like... Just boring. Being a yeah, horse. It's, like, sure. perfectly healthy, but at so, a high cost. And so, anyway... But a Canadian Jaeger would be a, a big-ass robot on a horse. <laughs> so <laughs> on a robot a horse? horse or on a horse? <laughs> on a regular horse. God. Damn poor horse. <laughs> so, what does this do for Guillermo? Because Guillermo always gets offered these big blockbuster movies, turns them down. This is the one. This is the well, one. Well, this, this is his, like, self-made one, so... It's going to be tough for him to get $160 million. He won't get it again? He's, no, he's locked in. His next three projects already have a green light. He's fine. He's fine. It's, 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 the I mean, thing that sucks a, is I want more of that. I want more yeah. movies like that. And the, the funny thing is the same company that produced and financed that is doing Godzilla. And it's to me, it's hard for a, monster, a giant monster movie to follow that. I mean, how do you follow that? I mean, Godzilla, even though he's got a bunch of adversaries, it's going to be hard for him to have the amount of spectacle that Pacific Rim had. I know it's a function of the the high cost of CGI, but I do get a little tired of everything having to be at night and in the rain. Um, I mean, I will say that Pacific Rim handled it very well, and uh, because of some of the bright colors and his uh, set design and things like that, they worked their way through it. But you know, I think that that added to a dreariness level to it that maybe some people didn't really Sorry. see how fun the movie was based on the trailers. But the stuff at the daytime was great. Like I would say more of it. Yeah, I, 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 so it's like a lot of people think that the reason they don't do daytime is because it's hard to look real. But it, the scenes that they did during the daytime look great. I thought it was the high cost that, like, maybe. by somehow rendering it during the day, it would. I think the scene you're talking about, the best scene in the film where it was shot in daylight, is where the Asian broad was crying. That right. That young Asian girl was crying. Yeah. That was awesome, and they, like you said, even that could have been I'd an def- effective trailer. I don't know. Like, yeah, I think that too. I think they went through for a very. He went for a look in this, like a noir look or whatever. Sure. That really fits that rainy, dark, like, the, the whole thing fit to me. Like, he, he really, I think he, and he likes that. Like, he likes that dampness. So, it made sense when you're watching it, if you know his films, like, that's why they did it. It didn't, it didn't strike me as they did it because of budgetary stuff, but it struck me as that just what he likes. 
I want to know when are know, we going to I mean, Transformers was like you think about Transformers I don't a lot of that stuff <laughs> was in daylight you know they, they that's already been done and it's been done I mean those effects look amazing I think although I don't watch the Transformers movie I've just, I've just seen the first one but you know we have that already so to me it's like I, that didn't bother me the rain and stuff like See, that I mean the more I mean daylight is not a guarantee I mean like Stallone yeah. proved it <laughs> <laughs> when do we get to talk about the best part in the film where that pterodactyl takes that robot into space? That is so absolutely good. the best part. That's, a, that's probably the best sequence out of like yeah, any action awesome. film I've seen in a long time. That whole that whole fight scene when they're getting their fucking asses. Destroyed. Excuse me, it was the pterodactyl. <laughs> yeah, it's great. He, it sprout and, wings. And, and he, had, he had no tail at that point. So you just see his little bare ass flying up into the heavens. One question I have, though, when they established that the dinosaurs were the, the same aliens, it's like, what did they do? Just fuck around for 60 million years and, like, eat, <coughs> like, eat trees? I mean, it's like, I guess that's the part I didn't get well, the, in terms they, of their little backstory. Like, the dinosaurs just fucked around for 70 million years. You don't know that. They may have had plans. They're just slow. The, um, the, no, they said that the dinosaurs were robots. Oh, you, you missed that whole okay. thing. The one, I guess one of the complaints I would have which I'm surprised about yes. was that I thought that Guillermo would give those monsters a little bit more personality. Like I think a little song and dance for two. I don't know, something like to well, make they, you feel bad for. I mean, you know, you kind of do in a way because they're so dumb. Like, but you think that he would like infuse a little bit of. Uh, I think he tried to when, when they the showed monsters. the other side of the portal. But they right. also established but it's very that they were just like genetically yeah, created right. killing machines. So I think that the aliens didn't take the time to put some fucking you know. It just surprised me a little bit. Did he have final cut on that? Yep, absolutely. Oh yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, it's his own glue. It's, final it's, glue on it's it his own fault then. Sorry, Gary. I wish uh, I wish the film was more successful because I would die to buy her panties out of a vending machine. Indeed. Those are some sweet ass. Charlie Hunnam? Ronco. Rinko. Rinko? Ronco. It's like how it made toys. In I'm the sorry, 70s. I'm thinking of a 3 ps dialogue in the Ewok village. Ronco Dosh. And Han, he take low carbonite. Okay. Charlie yeah. Hunnam? Yeah, it is a shame it didn't do better. It should have, certainly. I, and it's, still I, co- it's still cooking. It's still Do you think it would, would it have done yeah. better if the original lead was in it? Oh. Tom Cruise? Instead of Charlie Hunnam? He or, wasn't the lead. He was gonna be. He was gonna play a Doris. I'm sorry. He's played yourself, right? So would would have been more successful with Tommy Cruise? Uh, I mean, no, no. It would have been a nightmare. Because Cruise been, can't. Cruise has. He had trouble with Oblivion, right? I mean, he's, he's not guaranteed anymore. Pretty good movie. I feel like if Tom Cruise had done, played one of the Jaeger pilots, that that could have worked. I think Idrisselva. It wouldn't have worked with him being Idrisselva. I don't think. I certainly. I don't know. He just doesn't strike me as that type. Well, segue time. Uh, has anybody else listened to the commentary on Jack Reacher? No, of course not. I haven't listened to a commentary in years, and I certainly would not listen to one for Jack Reacher. Why would we? I can't believe you wouldn't listen to anything with the word Terry in the title. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it's uh, it's Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, and Christopher McQuarrie. Yeah, and it's incredible. It's one of the it's one of the better commentary tracks. Is it because you get to see you get to see? I I like Jack Reacher. It's a good movie, and I like it. I like it. And uh, but one of the best bad guys in a long time. That movie. Talking about Herzog or the other guy? Other guy. Jake, Jai Courtney. Loved him. Yeah. He was very good. Yeah. Um, Herzog, of course, is great. Yeah. The the commentary, though, it reveals... Um, I mean, I think any Tom Cruise hater would feel differently if they listened to, listen to the commentary track. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a Tom Cruise hater, and I hated the commentary track. You haven't listened to it? I still hate it. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand the, the Tom Cruise hate, though. I mean, I, I understand it's pretty the simple. stuff and everything. It was a little much... 
But, no, uh, no, no. It's nothing to do know, with his personality. It's to do with his shit-ass acting. The fact that he's made 30 probably fantastic movies that have, you know, really box office records. But do you think that he's the reason they're, do you think he's the reason they're good or is it because the film and themselves are good around him? He's a movie he's, star with no acting ability. He is a movie star, being a, good actor. a movie star to the highest degree. The perfect epitome of it. He is no yeah, actor at all. You're absolutely right. He is perfect movie star. He's a good actor. He he's no actor. He's a, he's, a, he's a presence. That's why he's had a 30 plus year career. He's a presence that maneuvers throughout. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if you just look at, I mean, the, his work with Oliver Stone. He's uh, a vacuous Paul ghost Anderson, that inhabits every the Mission scene. Mission Impossible movies, other than the second one, are pretty much, you know, in, at least my opinion, some of the best, you know, bo- you know large, big budget Mission Impossible. Yeah, they're yeah. fun as hell, and they and all four of them are pretty. I mean, the second one I haven't seen since the Awful. movie theater. It's terrible. Um, but the third and the fourth one and the first one are, are fantastic. We're gonna make the fifth one. They ought to. Cruises they out again. And uh, what's it? Macquarie's doing it. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. They're so no, but the thing about the, the thing that the, I mean, I've, I'm I'm a Tom Cruise fan, so I mean, I'm not the I'm not the guy to like like him too. Change my life about him, but he um his knowledge of filmmaking, his knowledge of story, his ability to know. Where the camera is, what it needs. He apparently, like Macquarie, like he's like almost like a second director on the set oh, for in terms sure. of knowing how, the, how, where. It's gotta be. So he's a control. He's a control freak, and he was someone who, exactly what you just said. You would expect him to have that after having, like John said, thirty years of experience on the set. Cruising a vacuous ghost who just maneuvers through every scene. <laughs> ghost protocol. He's nothing. <laughs> There's nothing to him. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. I can see how you could watch all the right moves. You could watch. Uh, Please. Tropic Thunder, Risky Business, and uh, and Magnolia, and says is this vacuous fucking ghost. Magnolia, you can take that out, take that out the window. He's always all he does is stand on stage and swear the entire time. He's always good. That's him movie. acting. <laughs> that is him acting, shouting anyway, and swearing. More crying so, than Jason Robards. Yeah, <laughs> I got back Tuesday and Wednesday. I, I won't defend. Chilled at home. Guess what was on? Collateral. One of my favorites. Way of the gun. Way of the gun. Macquarie is like Pretty good first, movie. first movie. Right? I'll tell you, the first five minutes of that are fantastic. Oh, I love that movie. After that. You know what's oh, funny is I didn't realize. It's okay. It's, it's good. It's got the best gunfight at the end. I love that gunfight. It's got the best yellow but poster. When you tell Sarah Silverman going to fuck start her head, there's just nothing better. Yeah, than that. I don't understand the line, but it's, it's very interesting. I don't but think you have to understand it. You just have to give yourself into there's it. There's some <laughs> weird parts of that movie, but I love I love the ending. I forgot that the, the gunfight. The, the so doctor, good. I played the doctor in the way of the gun. He's, he's in. Runs yeah. the auto parts yeah, store. He's Macquarie's De Niro. Can you pronounce anybody's name right? How do you say it? Macquarie? Macquarie. Ralph Just Macquarie. like Ralph Macquarie from Star Wars. Macquarie. He died recently. Ralph Macquarie? Yeah. Did he? This sort of conceptual that, artist. That explains that disturbance I felt earlier. God damn it. So does Pacific Rim, you know, pretty much put a stop to at the Mountains of Madness? Though, that's well, that's the, already dead. Well, I understand that, but I mean, you know, when you have the, the powerhouse of James Cameron, you know, Guillermo del Toro, Tom Cruise, all involved in a film, and I understand the budget. And Richard Jenkins. And certainly after this year with six huge mega budget flops, yeah. um, you know, it will, it will be a few years before we see the results of it. But I bet. Speaking of mega budget flops, so. Swordfish, Halle Berry. Hits. Yeah, that's the reason why it was a flop. How can he hack whenever he's getting blown? <laughs> I mean, worst movie. We've gotten pretty accustomed to clicking and coming at is this it, point. That's uh, that's Hugh Jackman, right? <laughs> Star of Wolverine. As does we he perfectly ask, segue into? Let me talk. ask a question. I don't remember that movie, but does he overact in that movie? <laughs> Hugh Jackman. <laughs> 
What was? Didn't you have a you had a great little Twitter joke the other day? Didn't you about that? About, Yo, you did. That's me, right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Just about you know, don't overact. You know, said no director to Hugh Jackman ever. So yeah. All he like, does is he puts his fucking all like a times a hundred to every scene. You're like, that's not true. What do you mean? Like obviously, Les Mis, he was going There's ballistic, but he <laughs> he's losing his shit left and right. Fucking going all over the place. Losing weight, gaining weight, singing his heart out. It's going fucking ham. crazy. Shaving his heart. Grew a pussy. I mean, he's crazy, but like he he was sleepwalking in two of the X Men movies. Was he? Last Stand and in the X Men Origins movie, I didn't even recognize he was there. He, you know, he's sleepwalking with Verb though. He's just like sure. a, a theater kid from high school, just exactly. fucking gone bananas. Like, he would go fucking crazy. I mean, you have to. It has to be like because I remember that scene in the fountain. Whenever he he he's so emotionally devastated over. That's a great uh, scene. He just like weeps. He's not and a weeps. Fan. Well, and he, like you're he, like this is really incredible. Like he's not a fan for the wrong reasons because you think that um, it sucks. That movie sucks. I don't like it. But here's the thing: <laughs> it's neat. I you know I liked the fountain so much when it came out, but I will I never it. ever watch it again because I'm afraid of it. Like I just it's know brilliant. It's brilliant. Just, it's just remember the scene when he's weeping. Okay, and he's just weeping. And he's like he's crushed, and it's like if you see someone real die, like someone like his wife actually died, and so you're like you could have you could have said Hugh, this is amazing. How about Remember, you're in a fucking movie, and dial that shit back. There's nothing about that film that you would like because Mr. Director insulted you. That's why. That's why you don't like. No, he insulted. He insulted the director. I insulted the director. He told Darren Aronofsky his movie was neat. (laughs) (laughs) Guy pours his heart and soul into the screen. And that was kind of lying. Yeah, the film was was great. I did like great. great, But I remember and he's talking about how they did the effects. And he said, like after the screen, he was like, "We filmed mold, and the mold the way we watched it, you know, slow, and it, we it, it grew, and that's that's how we realized space." And I realized when he was describing that, that he is like the most fucking pretentious dumbass. Just fucking get your there computer out. Almost and, directed Wolverine. I know, like he couldn't have his name attached to a superhero film for God's sakes. No, I think you, as much as I, I I love and respect you, you have too much of an agenda against him. He's not. Uh, first he's, of all, Black Swan is fantastic. I mean, I like it okay, but uh, African American Swan. But I, I think mean, he. <laughs> I think here. Here's my biggest problem with Aronofsky. I think he is the biggest star of his films, like for sure. Is that and a problem? That's, that's not a bad thing. It's all about him. Even Kubrick. All yeah, about absolutely. Him. But even it, Orson Welles. It's just so self-conscious with him. I, I just. I can't get past. I have no problem. That's with bullshit. That. The fighter. Yeah, the fighter. The I fighter didn't. is egoless. With that's David Russell. No, you think he's a wrestler? I'm thinking of the wrestler. I mean, the wrestler. No, he's egoless. I don't think he's. I don't think the wrestler is egoless. No, Orlando Bloom was egoless. I just don't like him, man. I don't he's know. Also why. I could be totally wrong. <laughs> I could be totally wrong, but I just don't. I don't believe in Aronofsky's. Uh, I believe in the fountain. Seriousness. I, I believe in the fountain. It is a little much in the fountain for sure. I think it's fake, though. That's the thing. I think it's fake. I think the fountain is extremely. Extremely simplistic, and it's not. The Fountain and Cloud Atlas are similar as hell, though. I think the Cloud Atlas has more ideas. I would agree. The Fountain isn't as deep as he made like to think it is, but it certainly um, was 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 interesting. And I I I will never fault somebody for their ambition when it comes to a film like that. With a was it miscast? Do you think Pitt would have done a better job? Made it it more believable? No, I think Pitt would have been worse for me. I think for sure Pitt would be better. I think it, well, at least we agree that he would have been worse. <laughs> I would have liked to have seen a little more effort in the, uh, the the Mayan scenes, though. It looked like they were like you know in some fucking. I think know, they had a, Disney I mean, World soundstage. I think like, uh, yeah. I mean, well, I think one of the console the uh, he had the, the concessions of having Hugh Jackman in it 
and Rachel Vice was that he had to scale everything. I mean, he did scale everything. He back, did. Right, right. He changed the story. He said he simplified the story. So I mean, here's the thing though, because it was it was. I'm back on board. He's doing only shit that I'm just fucking thrilled and excited about. I cannot wait for his new movie. What's it called? About fucking Noah's Ark. <laughs> With Russell Crowe. Jesus Christ. How would that not? I mean, that certainly has got to be. Well, it's not. He's not telling it from the the religion. I mean, it's, oh, he's got his own angle. He's on doing it in it. real I think time. He's got his own angle on it. But the, finally, if someone's telling the it's, real it's, true here's story. Here's the part that I don't get. How the fuck is it a found footage movie? <laughs> <laughs> the thing about uh about the flood myth though is that it does show up in a lot of different religions yeah. over time, and so at least in you know honestly, I haven't gone deep. Are you talking about Halo? I think he is. But, I, but I, I haven't gone deep in terms of what Darren Ar- Aronofsky's vision for that movie is, but from what I understand, it's not going to be you know a direct Bible story. Well, you know how no, Aronofsky, he always movie. focuses on like one aspect of it. Right. He never focuses on the global thing. So from what I understand, it's just him trying to find two muskrats. Right. Like, oh, so the whole film. He's like, God damn it, I've only got one. <laughs> why, why are they in the sea where I am? <laughs> what a dumb So who else is in Noah? Well, Emma Rachel Watson. I'm lots of exciting. Aren't racial biases? No, I'm just. Aren't they banging the two? Yeah, of them? they're married. No, they're not. Never mind. Oh, they're married, so they're not banging. Oh, yeah, Daniel Craig's. Uh, she's married to Daniel Craig. They're having his way now. Is she really? Mm-hmm. What else? She left. She left the scarf wearer. Scarf. Scarf and Oscar. For this craggy face, <laughs> fucking nightmare. Um, Daniel Craig's a handsome gentleman. He's 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 got a face that only a mother can fucking <laughs> yeah. figure out. Who else yeah, he does? Ninety-five percent. I think I think you got you got Russell Crowe, Emma Watson. You got uh, electrifying. Uh, Ross from Friends is in it. Um, <laughs> I like how it's Ross from. Not Friends. David Schwimmer. Right? <laughs> um, they got that girl from How I Met Your Mother. Um, Alison Hannigan's in it. Who else do you get from TV? Oh, you got everybody. So that girl from Mary Tyler Moore. She's in it? Yeah. Clive Barker. Clive Barker's in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, Michael Jai White. So aren't they doing another, uh, <laughs> what's that movie, uh, Black Dynamite? Can you, <laughs> you imagine <laughs> Michael Jai White is Noah? Is Noah. <laughs> playing like in Black yeah. Dynamite. Yeah. Are they, they are doing another Black Dynamite. I thought I, I thought I heard that. Why, why wouldn't they? They did that shit before they came in the room. They filmed it. <laughs> I caught that antelope before I came in the room. Um, you know, he's doing um, Aronofsky's next movie. He's doing the take on Pinocchio. You know what I read today, speaking of Michael J. White? Jared Leto's uh, Geppetto. Michael J. White speaking Gilletto. of this fucking uh, Jamie Foxx is trying to get after uh, a Spawn remake. Just what the world needed. You gotta get after that. Yeah. Um, Steve, do you know what they're, what they're working on? Seriously, a movie that they're working on? Creed. The Apollo Creed. Yeah. And Apollo oh, I heard about it. Yeah, Will, Will sent me a text about that, which is uh, alienating 99% of our listeners. A good friend of mine sent me a text about that. Is uh, Basically making it the uh, most... He's been on the podcast several times. He's been on the podcast once, I think. No. He's breathed, he breathed heavily into the microphone. Michael, Michael Jordan, the guy from The Wire and uh, It sounds like the greatest film to have yeah, ever been made. Yeah. That guy's a great actor. I mean, so great if this actor. goes well, we can look forward to Thunderlips. Tommy Gunn. Brigitte, Brigitte Nielsen. What's Tommy Morrison up to these days? AIDS. <laughs> it's up in him, but I don't know. Uh, let's see who's in Noah. I he was trying to get back into boxing. Is Noah actually happening? I mean, is that movie really? Oh, yeah. Is it it's already filming. Made? Yeah, it's almost done. Yeah, it's, yeah, I think it's done. They, they showed footage of people. So we got uh, Logan does, Lerman. Does God get final cut? Jennifer Connelly. It's right. in host production. Uh, Tony Hopkins. 
Tony, oh, Kevin Durand. Kevin Durand's in. Love Kevin Durand. <laughs> Wait, what are all these people doing? I thought it was fucking a handful of, you know, Noah's his kids and a thought, fucking no. shitload of animals. You thought it was a handful of Jews. <laughs> Let's be honest. Well, it's, that goes without saying. The Old Testament's word Jews. Yafet Kodo as the, as the Godo. <laughs> Cameron Crowe, or Russell Crowe as the Crowe. Russell Crowe's still underappreciated, I think. Yeah. I mean, he, a lot of people hated him in Les Mis, but I thought he was actually fine. But that guy, like, gets no love, even though, because he's a douche in real life. I don't know if he's a douche, he just likes punching out fucking uh, hotel uh, concierge. Well, if you read his Twitter, all it is is his workout regimen. It's like, I fucking lifted 300 pounds, blah, blah, blah. It's bullshit. It's like him bragging. Question, yeah. why would you follow Russell Crowe on Twitter? Because I want to get Noah trivia. <laughs> get that fucking Noah. Because possibility of dick pics. That's the only reason. <laughs> so, speaking of... Uh, dick pics? Yeah. How about that Geraldo? Y'all see that? I heard about it. What? You, you were on top of Kilimanjaro, thank God. You, you probably missed that one. Well, so he turned 70, cool. right? He said he drank a shitload of tequila, came home from work after, you know, Fox News and got himself all drunk and started taking selfies in the mirror. <laughs> it's, it's a nightmare. He, anyway, did he turn 70? Is that what his excuse was? No, he just is 70. He said the quote was 50, or 70 is the new 50. This is the moment where the podcast goes right now. This is where the moment where I reach for my zipper. Geraldo's in uh, the Noah movie. He's in Noah. Does he play the fox? So what? Does he put naked yeah. stuff of him on, on the internet? Well, it was just the thing where he, like his towel was basically falling off, so you can kind of see like just like. Toronto married? Is he a married guy? Yeah, yeah. I said his wife. His wife was asleep, so he just got drunk by himself and started uh, jerking off. In he's the such a piece of shit. Yeah, he's he's a such a worthless ass. He's a nightmare. But you got to admit, nobody thought he'd still be working at this no. point. He's actually a fucking cockroach. That's what Fox News is for. It's where fucking blowhards and maniacs go to fucking die. <laughs> yep. That's actually the least. That's actually their slogan. <laughs> where blowhards and maniacs go to die. And that's actually 95% of their viewing audience as well. Um, but yeah, back to Noah. <laughs> yeah, he did the squid and the whale. I wonder what Aaron Austin's going to come yeah, up with next. Did you see Francis I No. Yeah, I don't want to see any Asian woman. Heard it's good. Read a girl? What you, I don't understand. What no, somebody else said it too. Oh. No, I mean, yeah, she's the lead, but that's his wife, right? Uh, girlfriend. Girlfriend, okay. yeah. But yeah, I rewatched The Squid and the Whale as the, you know, the promotion for Francis Huckabee. The movie's fantastic. That's great. Jeff Daniels is brilliant. Amazing. Jeff Daniels and Lenny and, oh, I mean, and great, Eisenberg. But just Jeff Daniels just, yeah, and Jesse Eisenberg's great. Has he got yeah. anything going on? I mean, it's been a while since I've seen he, him. He was in that movie, that magic movie. Or less, you know, it was kind of the last That movie was a huge hit. Yeah, it was. Now You See Me did like 130 oh, million. Oh, yeah, I totally, I don't even know why I forgot about it. It's, yeah. it you know, the, the, that movie is good except for the script. Like, it's... it's Actors the, are good. The Who directed act, it? Louis Leterrier. Okay. And he yeah. does a good job. It's just, it's, it's so a it's nothing movie. It's bullshit. There's nothing interesting. It's, it's unrealistic. It, 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 it made a surprising amount of money. It so made my question to this of the movie that when I saw the trailer was like, if you can just make money disappear, why do you need to do it in front of an audience? Heard no, that. it's not. It's not Heard even about that. That. But I tell you, um, it just shows how. I mean, granted, Woody Harrelson and Eisenberg did Zombieland together, and they had great chemistry. Right. Those guys are amazing together. Woody Harrelson should be in everything, but and Mark Ruffalo. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. but he's he's the adversary. It's it's an amazing Is he cast. Like an FBI agent. He played like yeah. There's there's a Toronto's in it. Toronto is in it taking selfies. Um, uh, I could look at some Mark Ruffalo selfies. I, I, Eisenberg he Eisenberg picks picks uh, pretty good projects to be in. Curse no, but he does. <laughs> he does for the most part. He does. 
I know, and, and, the, and the whole thing of people mistaking him for Michael Sarah is it's dog stu- shit. It's stupid. Because he's like they act and look 30 and times the actor Sarah is. But Michael Sarah's great. Shit all over Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah's great, but he's, he's, great. he's got his thing. Right? Yeah, you gotta like exactly. Michael Sarah, though, that Thanks. Michael Sarah, like, everybody started ripping on him, like, saying that he's too samey all the time, and he totally was like, fuck it, and he went to Mexico and made, like, the weirdest movies. Like, he's, he's just... What yeah, is that? Yeah. He did, like, this movie called something crystal fairy and like i don't know what these two like one is like kind of a horror film and one's like a but they're both really strange he, movies. He's, he was great this and is the end I, it was a movie everybody needs to see yeah oh yeah i missed that and i'm it's thanks me. oh my god i know if I it's at the dollar it. theater we're going. going oh i would love it let's do it because that movie is we almost priceless. went Megan and I almost, my wife and i almost went last friday but it just it was like 9 35 and i was a little tired couldn't do it, yeah. it just, oh i didn't want to be tired during a comedy no. movie like that but um yeah, uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. I introduced love. my kids to it recently. They just, I mean, they love it. Really? Like, oh yeah, absolutely. Like Jackson and all his friends. Like he's all his friends. Like when he shows it to a friend, they tell all their other friends about it. Oh, it's, it's a great kids movie, really. I never thought it's of a it. little like it's you know, so inside the, though. Um, but the video game stuff really works. Um, and some of the references regarding video games like yeah. were a little over his head because he's used to like more Xbox and, but, stuff, and, and the know, Thomas but, Jane cameo didn't do anything for him. Well, certainly not, but the premise, I mean, the, the way it was executed was funny. It wasn't so much that Thomas Jane and, uh, what's the, I can't remember the Clifton Collins. Collins showed How up. How dare you. That's funny, but in and of itself, but the whole way they handled it with the vegan police, I mean, you think that's funny. I mean, Clifton. when they ha- high five for no reason as they leave, it's the best. Brandon Routh, or Brandon Routh. Brandon Routh. But it's Forever the amazing. And, and, for, and I know I movie. may be the minority in this, but Speed Racer, I, it's like, I have a special place in my heart. Love it. I just love the, the, I hate the it. The of the filmmaking and this, so good. The, the just gutsiness and ballsiness of handling it that way, especially in light of, you know, Angling's Hulk and how, like, that did not work so, you know, stunningly with that same sort of concept. Um, but Speed no, Race is great. great. Speed Race is not a good example of, like, a kid's movie, too. It's, it works for kids, I think. And the thing about Scott Pilgrim is, is that... Um, it's it's um, Michael Sarah doing something different. I mean, how he is in Arrested Development, totally yeah. different. I mean, you know, yes, he has a thing, but who doesn't? I know. I mean, and why not use it? Why, why would you get attacked for using what you have that right. works so well? Right. And he's People very, get, he's really good. Is, at what do they want from him? To go People play, get tired. Like, serial killer or some dumb shit. I mean, yeah, right. right. But he's really good because if he did something like that, he'd get attacked even more. Right. It's just right. like comedians, right. like people it's love. Just like shitting on things. Comedians right. after a comedian is like a, like a certain amount of movies, they get people get tired of. Nothing but positive feet. That's right. I love everything. I guess she's making shit. It's a red drink with ice in it. All right. So we're going to take a break. This should be the end of it. And then we're going to talk about Star Wars. Well, I, found, I found on DirecTV that my, my snug 19-year-old wet slit something. I can't remember what it was. It's a whole a list of them. Nickelodeon? Definitely, yeah. This, Nick, this Nick Jr. I, I, actually, I think some of the most creative work being done in film right now is in porn titling. I think it's adorable, though, just to think that there's actually people purchasing porn on DirecTV. I mean, what the fuck goes on with those people? Well, I want to know what goes on in your parents' bill when we're at the lake and I buy a bunch of that stuff. I thought about it before, because it, it, you, you go yeah. through and there's like a stream of, I don't have DirecTV anymore, but there's like just like a ton of channels that are offering and you're like, oh, I guess that is an option, but I just never have done it. It obviously is a big enough option yeah. that they leave it available on like eight of their channels. Is it cheap? Well, I will uh, say. I have no idea. I, I feel like it's not. four. It's like five twenty-five after tax. <laughs> I've That's ordered. Cheap. I've ordered it once. All right, we'll say twice, and I've never paid for it though. Did you? Did you reach orgasm? No. 
But I, 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 I did. I did put it on. I did put it on Caesar's bill twice. I did. We got. Did you run a porn hotel? We got room? sorority. Uh, was something like sorority chainsaw no, dancers right, though, or actually, something? Is in France. At least when we were in the hotel in France, the porn on the hotel was free. Like, or no, 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 that's not. That's the the nightly news in France is bottomless. Well, no, what it was is we paid to watch Munich, and that meant we got to watch porn. So, so after I jerked off watching Munich, I was a little too worn out by porn. So that was kind of a bummer. I think you jerked off to the news. I think that's what it was. Well, no, in Italy, for sure, they just have naked chicks. Like, after 10, 11 o'clock. Right. That's, that, that's not our Well, just like, in, just like any movie that may have boobs. You don't see faces after 9 o'clock. But here, did you guys ever run and go to or a, any other take a little trip? And uh, you find yourself alone in a hotel room. And you're like, you know what? Time to rent the porn. You guys ever do that? No. I'm, because I'm, I have my laptop and I'm a human, you know, like I'm a, a human being in the 2013. Yeah. And I just fucking pull up. One time. Porn hub like a gentleman. Really? One time I rented. How long are you going to hold that pipe? This is as close as, close as I can. You know what I'm saying? Came? One time I rented Fight Club in a hotel room and they sent me the soundtrack. Did you? For free. Do you remember that time you and I were in a hotel room and, 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 and we, uh, we rented Return of the Jedi? Jedi. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't. I've got like a weird fetish. I only like Greenland clit. So it's really hard to find. It's really hard to find in a hotel room. Just some shivery cunt. That's Iceland. No, Greenland's a cold cold one. Iceland. Do you remember that time you were down in a hotel room and we rented batteries not included? (laughs) The dildo movie? No, no. No, the other one. Was that Toy Story 4 Jessica Candy dildo movie? Remember that time we got a hotel room and fucked? <laughs> well, I remember that one. Yeah. Porno is available. Did you guys get a hotel room Still. once and Steve barked all over town? Was he that went, you? He, he, I, he vomited. I watched Vamp. <laughs> that happened. What? That really happened? Yeah. Well, hold on. We got a Dragon explore. Con 1999. Yeah, I believe yeah, it was about that. We had so, a hotel room. It was, a, it was that was a, a wee bit ago. They walked down to the that was the, the, the con floor. That was the that was Steve the weekend Bumble. where I believe you. Maxed out Dave Davis's credit card at Mardi Gras. First of all, that's bullshit. <laughs> motherfucker comes out and acts like that's also drinks the- are on me, and I order a handful of shots, and all of a sudden a I'm handful. an asshole. A handful to you is like fifteen. Unfortunately, handfuls. it was a cave troll's hand. That was also <laughs> that was also the weekend that Caesar wiped his ass with a dollar bill. That was I don't the remember same that. Week, you know, and by I, dollar bill, you mean another guy, George? <laughs> yeah, fu- I mean, don't come around and like fucking act like you're gonna pick up the tab and then cry about it. Well, Dave was too busy up in the private. He was up in the private room. That's why he doesn't remember yeah. it much. Yeah. He's up there, you know. Remember the thing was, she was playing, I mean, playing grab ass. And now fucking, you know, throwing the guy. Believe me, he's not listening. Well, just what he had like the girl that looked like fucking, you know, Thunder from uh, American Gladiators. Remember, she had like an American. He likes gladiator. muscular girls. He likes muscular girls. I mean, he was up there getting worked over, is what was going yeah. on. Dave Davis Beam. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Call back. Yeah, so they just finally, after like 13 years of knowing the guy who formed um, Dragon Con fucked kids, they yeah. finally disassociated themselves with him. The funny thing is, is this is my luck in everything. Like, I went to business you with You fuck that. kids and you can't No, I, I don't fuck going. kids. I just touch them. But, like, I went, like, right before I that. I fucked all these kids and no one will come to my con. <laughs> like, five's a piece. Right before it broke that he was a child molester, he uh-huh. and I had gotten together on doing a business. How many, how many hand really? jobs were exchanged? And then that happened and, I, and it fucked me. It always happens. Every time I, I, I get close to the finish line, some guy starts fucking a kid. Now, that guy, watch. by the way... Isn't it? You, you've had dinner with quite a few child molesters yeah. now that I can think of. Every, every night when I'm alone. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, well, I want to know what this uh, this little venture that you and what's his face Dragon Con character was going to. We were. I had this idea for a movie called Jeepers Creepers. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we going to get Brian Singer a background? Seriously, yeah. what was the business? It was like a chud element of Dragon Con. It was a it was a children's haircut facility. <laughs> what was this guy's name? Only the pubics. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy was uh, he was never convicted of anything, right? No, he's completely. He's completely no, a, he a child molester. No, he was. <laughs> I don't think he was. I mean, he had like videos and stuff, so I think but, they just, you know. Like, but he got off. <laughs> is that, is that true that he was convicted, though? or is He is he, he, he was at some yeah, point. Yeah, it was for videos, though. I don't think he had any actual children, not like, you know, Victor Salva. And, or robotic like, children. Did you ever eat dinner actors? with uh, Brian Singer, Nick? He never took it to the next level. Nick, did you ever have dinner with Brian Singer? Many times. So that's that's three different child molesters. No, Brian Singer's not the child molester. Oh, he's fucked a kid. That's no. Brian Dinger. He banged that kidnapped pupil. No, it's, it's uh, Victor. No, Victor is no doubt. I mean, he's like the fucking... He, well, Victor, Victor saw him went to jail for it. Uh, Singer he got just, a lot of trouble because he filmed the nap pupil. He filmed that shower scene with the young kids. I think he got in trouble with that. I think there that. was a, a lot of money that maybe exchanged yeah, hands was, in that situation was, yeah. where Victor Salva, you know, you would think after Jeepers Creepers he would just be flushed. But I mean, let's but face all it. That powder money. Let's right face up. it. Who hasn't seen a hot kid? <laughs> I mean, I watched the Sprout Network with half my pants on. Didn't while we were at Victor while we were at Victor Salva's house? Didn't he give us signed posters of Jeepers Creepers? Remember that? But mine said that you should have known better when it was covered in he's covered in you know, no cum. <laughs> mine says it's a it's a dear Steve always hump a kid. <laughs> but I didn't think anything of it. Actually, it was all blurred. Remember, like your poster was it you was were, smudged. You were mad because it was smudged. No, I was. I can't read what this says. I think it says always hump a kid in the in the playground many times. That's a strange. It's it's a strange tale with Victor Salva that he went to jail and he still gets to make films and and then his films. They let, literally met him make make a sequel. I mean, what the well, he made two films. What's he doing now? Well, hold on, no, he made more than Jeepers that. Creepers one and two. Which is the stranger tale that he went to jail that Nick and I saw an early version of Jeepers Creepers on VHS at his house. I know, I know. that's strange. <laughs> on his lap. And that you liked it a lot. I did. I still do. I, 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 I no really did. The thing I is, like, Jeepers Creepers 2, the, the, what's so interesting. Awful. But it's so... Homoerotic. Yeah, it's so weird, like, considering who he is. Like, it's so it's so strange. It's, it's, it's Homoerotic. It's tie into his fantasies a lot. A lot of boys lot. peeing. That explains yeah. my feelings for that film. <laughs> so not only does he like tingings. young boys, but he likes, like, piss shit? Like, he likes piss stuff? No, stuff. I just think he likes... The, and then, like, you know, the Creeper, like, takes... What does he like? Take boys like he? Was you know, that, who's like, the girl in that? By the way, she's cute. Gina. Yeah. Phillips. Okay, I thought it was somebody else. Like, I thought it was. Uh, yeah. And then Justin Long was in the first one too. That's right. That's right. Justin Long. He, he's a Mac. What is he doing? Is he still with Drew Barrymore? But is he acting? I haven't seen him in um, shit. Probably carrying. He came on strong. The problem with that guy, like guys like that, like the perennial young. So, I think I think like he needs to. That's a, you can't it's not like that, DiCaprio. DiCaprio, yeah, I was about to say, you but mean, DiCaprio kind of became a man. It took well, a long ass time. But he's also like hyper talented. I mean, yeah. Jesus, but, but like, if but you think just back long, to his early, like I mean, he's always been Gilbert talented. Grape just came out swinging. I know he was in. Just you know, Long's always tied to comedy. DiCaprio wasn't. He, he was just Long as. I think no, he, he was no, like, no, he wasn't boner. He was like the homeless. He received a boner in their basement, their garage apartment. But Long's still working. I mean, he just doesn't. He's not in a lot of stuff. Um. You know what's funny is I rewatched Quick and the Dead recently, and he's bad. He's kind of bad. DiCaprio. Yeah, him and I mean, Sharon Stone almost so crippled. Sharon Stone is awful. I they almost crippled. I enjoy the it. movie because of Sam Raimi. I love that but movie. The movie is not. 
well acted. Actually, that movie would have been great if also it was Crow just was Keith funny. David and Lance Henderson and yep. Pat Hangel and all the and kind Crow. of Crow. Gene Hackman's great. Yeah, Crow is good in it. Crow's, Crow's good, but he's very one note in that movie. That well, he's a, chained. He's chained to the, right? the. But he's yeah. he's, he's good. To the stairs. The he's good. Time. But he had that damn pimple. I like Sharon. I like uh, Stone Okay in that movie. But what I like about that's, her, that's an apologist talk. But here's the thing that, yeah. that's cool about Stone in that movie is she fought for Rami. She fought for Crow. She did a lot of stuff in that movie. She should have fought she for not having a role. In she should have taken all that fighting time and gone to acting school. She's never been a great actress, but I didn't. I didn't have that much problem with her in that. Consider this a divorce. She's not great for sure, but I rewatched Casino recently, and she's pretty good in she's, Casino. She got she nominated was, for it. Oh, did she? Yeah, really? she's good at getting uh, getting bubblegum. No, that's that different film in it. Pesci's good in that too. She does he give thousand miles to Grace. Well, she does give Pesci the old. <laughs> she gives Pesci the old up and up though. She does. He pushes her head in his lap. Pesci gets a. Uh, <laughs> Pesci did a lot the of uh, batting practice for that movie. Yeah, in the casino, and we're back. Um, you know, I've, I've, been wa- I've been watching Goodfellas almost nightly. I like put it on when I go to bed, and it's let's just, let's just say that there's that movie, and then there's every other movie. It's a great movie. It's it's definitely one of the top five of all time. I don't know if I put it on every night before bed. It's one of those movies though. You can watch twenty it's minutes. Like, it's of like it a any fucking warm blanket, and and it's wonderful. Yeah, I mean, I defy people who, I mean, to, you can't just watch, you can't just, if, if you switch to the channels and it's like not the TV edit and that movie's on, you can't not Even watch Even the TV it. edit, I'll sit around and watch. Just I mean, to see how would they fucking change? Well, just for, I mean, I feel the same. it's just one of those things. Actually, way. what I usually do is go grab the DVD. I'm like, what am I doing? And throw that on, you know? I feel the same way about that. If you put it on every night, like a warm blanket. That's how I feel about The Tall Man with Jeff yeah. Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum was on. I don't. I, I don't think anybody watched it. He was on the league recently. I guess like two seasons ago. Yeah. And he is so hilarious. He's like, he's what show? The league. the league. He. I mean, he just crushes. Like it is. So, like I just like was Plays crying Rex's laughing. Father. Yeah. I mean, if you haven't seen the show, I think you'd enjoy it. Even though you know it's kind of like fantasy, it's fantasy football. football. I, I'm not a football person, and I still watch it. I mean, it's um, the the fantasy football is just the, yeah, the conceit. It's just they hang the hat on that. It has nothing to do with the actual. Yeah, it's a really Typical funny show, thing. especially yeah, Nick Kroll. Well done. But anyway, all that said, he is so hysterical in it. Like, I need to see him in more comp. Like, that's where people could be utilizing him today. And he's not even playing it to be weird. You know, like you would think, like Goldblum sometimes does. He plays up his weirdness. He's just like his deadpan is hysterical. It's amazing. He's so great. Goldblum has always been good and always will be good. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you look at that guy's career, I mean, there's like I mean, obviously Bucker Bonsai and the Jurassic Park and the Fly and all that. But you like Mr. Frost is a classic. Amazing. Still not available on Silverado. Silverado. I mean, like he's he's sneaky. He's big. Well, the guy like Goldblum is he like? Do you think he's like more choosing not necessarily to work that much, or is he just not getting offered roles? Like I often wonder about like a guy like him. Is it just hey, I've got money, I'm comfortable, I'm gonna be choosy with my parts, or is it just more that the opportunities don't come up? I think he he actually works quite a bit. It's just like it's you know he did that TV show Reigns for a while and he did like he's out there he's he did doing, all those fantastic car commercials he was on he was on one of the Law and Orders too I, I think. think the problem is a lot of people think that he's Jimmy Smith <laughs> that's true that's a common because they look a, they look alike I think the problem Jimmy is Smith got big like I mean not like he, fat but he like his face it's like all of a sudden he's like you know he's it's, like, it's like Alec Baldwin you know he went from like the getaway <laughs> being like 170 pounds to being like he's some great in Dexter Smith, I thought he was great. I think Val Kilmer is another example of blowing up. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he got Smith. Smith, though, the the bigger he's gotten, the better he's been as an actor. 
Like he's actually, I, I, I will watch something because of him. And usually he was just that you Spaniard. Like songs, right? He was just that fucking Spaniard that showed up. <laughs> yeah, he was good on Dexter. He was good on Sons of Anarchy. He's he's good. I still need to watch Sons of Anarchy. It's on the list. It's pretty good. Yeah, no, I've heard. You love it, right? You still love it? I love it. Yeah, I, I, mean, I heard an interview with Hank, Hank Rollins recently, and yeah. it, 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 he did not make it. No, he did not. He's 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 a treasure, by the way. But yeah, he's just as fantastic. He's a little. Um, he can be a little much. Like he was talking about how he travels, you know, all over the place by himself and stuff like that. He's, Nobody, he's got no, some. The referees don't call you for that anymore. What's that? I, I don't know. Basketball. Basketball. Well, he he's got a um, something going on. He's got something like in his that. closet or something like. I'm not yeah. when I say that. I'm not suggesting probably what you think because I don't know and I don't That's care about that. That's the big rumor that. about him, anyway. No, I know. I don't care about that. It's just something. He's like the way he's just so. Well, I don't know. It, but it was. Well, he's gay. Well, that's a rumor, but that's not even what I'm talking about. It just seems like there's something that, like, haunts Isn't he married him. to Alfred Molina? <laughs> That'd be a great rumor to start. The Chud Show becomes famous for spreading the rumor that Alfred Molina and Hank Rollins are shacking up. Well, speaking of Alfred Molina, are we, when are we going to do the uh, in memoriam for Dennis Farina? Oh, God. Uh, Dennis Farina's... They're not going to be able to make gangster movies anymore pretty soon. We're fucking losing all the greats. I mean, Dennis Farina... And Gandolfini in, like, a two-month period. sucks. Gandolfini was the, one of the first celebrities that I actually like felt like a like a you know hit like kind of like my stomach like oh that sucks why because he's just so great and, and he's honestly, 51 years old yeah and, and he has and, so much uh, left to so do. much left like that's so like, many so many more drugs to do and I had friends that he wasn't he doing was drugs. drugs he was doing drugs all over the house no he wasn't he, all he was, over hookers just, if, if <laughs> by <laughs> drugs you mean faux gras if and you, fucking champagne he if, fucking yeah, bores if, himself if by drugs you mean diva's ass yes. Wait. I had some friends Message that met him board? at the Savannah Film Festival and hung out with him for I like an remember. hour, you know, and just said he was just like the most down to earth, <laughs> like cool, laid back <laughs> right, guy. Yes. And, you know. So they said people said he was such a nice guy. And I mean, he didn't bother him that people were coming over and asking him about Tony Soprano and stuff. He just rolled. You know, the thing about Gandolfini was neat was that before, even before he got Sopranos, which made him super famous, he was already amazing and shit. Like he was great and um, he true up in shorty. He's great in the movie. Goddamn, his his terminal velocity. Great, like true romance. That's true. His best his best performance was when he died. Well, I mean that whole thing. He he fucking died. All right, not before not before he gave Patricia Arquette one for. But that's what I'm saying. Like he and what's so cool is what's so awesome about Milch is that guy that did who who no Milch who did uh Soprano Chase Chase Chase. David Chase um did his movie come out by the way yeah came and went came and went but that's supposed to be a good movie too actually a video now not fade away yeah um and what's so what's so cool about Chase then is that you know Gandolfini was just such a side actor and then they were able to recognize him as a lead of that show like and he. You would never think of him before that as a lead. Never. And even after watching Ever. that show, even after watching that, watching that show, you realize that he's still a side actor, and everybody else around him is what made that no, show. No, no, better. no, no, no. Are you fucking crazy? Oh god! You didn't watch you, the show. You son of a bitch, <laughs> Steve. <laughs> Uh, Steve, you're such a jerk. And the part of Contrarian will be played no by... No shit, remember the Prometheus no, commentary? I almost fucking went out of my head with this guy. Steve, uh, Gandolfini, you're right. Uh, Gandolfini hurt because it was unexpected, and it, and he's a guy that... I, I mean, I watched it in the loop like five times the next week. Amazing. It became like the top download on iTunes. Oh, too, really? The, oh, yeah, like it was like in the top five. Like that's, iTunes that that is, is in my top ten of all time that now. that's what got people to watch it. That movie is top way, ten Veep of all time. Is Veep's great. great. Veep's so great. Good. But I mean, in the loop is is it's 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 much it's much less refined, which is why it's so great. I mean, right. like that movie that is just, and he's great actually. I, 
my memory, I thought he was kind of like a straight man. He is totally not a straight man in that movie. He's crazy funny. But but uh, who else is left? Who like who would really devastate you? Like seriously, who would devastate you if they die? Bill Shatner. See, I knew you were gonna go there. Yeah. yeah. He's okay. eighty something years old. It would still destroy me. Yeah, I don't know. Because he's doing so much relevant stuff. Who cares? It's what he's done. You take Gandolfini, who has done one thing. I'm talking about, no, no, no. One thing. He may have done it for five or six seasons. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm talking about somebody who, like, if they died. You could say about Steve, he likes a good fucking airline. It's something something about being able to breathe the same air that they're breathing that would completely devastate me. He's one of them. Shatner's one of them. Okay, but what I'm saying is, like, people, if they died now, we'd feel like we were robbed of, like, the best parts of their career. Shatner, not a concern. I mean, this is kind of... Well, you know, see, now you're changing the dynamics. Well, I'm at, that's why I'm, I, you didn't let me finish. Well, I would I'm say sorry. someone like a DiCaprio. I mean, he just, get, as far as I'm concerned... Blood I mean, Diamond. Well, <laughs> you know, it, it, was, it was either that or fucking Inglorious Bastards. I think he made the right decision. Yeah. No, he did Blood Diamond. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying Inglorious he did, Bastards. He did the shit out of Blood Diamond. Um... <laughs> No, but I mean, you know, I get it's hard for me to say because I mean, I guess you get you get to the point as you get older because you start realizing like Bruce Willis is probably getting close to like sixty, and you just start going. Bruce wow. Willis is such a piece of shit. Fuck Bruce. Willis. Well, well, I mean, it's bad. It, maybe yeah, a bad Return example. Of Bruno. All the people you grew up with in <laughs> yeah. like Die Hard, and actually, stuff like that. It'd be great if Bruce Willis dies, so then we could actually finally get that the the re the reissue of the Return of Bruno album, which I've been waiting on for years. Bruce Willis, man, he. he I don't know. Why do you think he's a piece of shit? He's I mean, so, yeah, he makes some garbage he, movies. He makes lately, a lot of garbage movies. Maybe I'm just too forgiving, but when I see him in like uh, Between Two Ferns, I mean, it just you know. They, you, you, Here's the thing: I, I could like, not look at his ears. His ears I watched that interview. He did, he did an interview with a British guy and he was really condescending him. Well, wouldn't you? I mean, that's not him. Though. That's his surrogate. Oh, that's <laughs> but that's what it's funny when you watch it. You can tell that Bruce Willis like. He's just not he's that intelligent, so he like tries to be condescending and like he tries to like really do like a tough guy thing. Yeah, but he's just not that intelligent, so it's like painful to watch because it's like, okay, you're an asshole. All plus, right, so, you don't have the like. So your answer for this is Aronofsky. <laughs> Here's who I'd be upset if they broke up. They broke if up. They broke up. <laughs> Rollins, <Yeah>. Molina. <laughs> that would devastate. Me. That sounds like a great band name. It's like Loggins Messina. That was the reference. I mean, it's a weird question. Nick. I mean, I I have to go with Clooney because that guy is always good. He's always great, and I think yeah, he's, that's true. Because you're he hinging, he's you're hinging all your hopes on gravity. Which, no. by the way, is I mean that trailer alone is is a fantastic experience. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was funny because at Pacific Rim, actually, they showed a trailer for that. And when we got home, my nine-year-old said to Megan, my wife and I, that he was he would not want to watch that movie because it freaked them out so Oh, yeah. Much. I mean, it's just that concept and that claustrophobia. I mean, and, and what's so... Well, he was, he was watching the trailer as a sequel to The Blind Side. That's right. I mean, I, am, I have to say I'm somewhat worried about Sandra Bullock, but you trust Alfonso Cuaron and you just know that... More than likely, who was it originally going to be? There's a couple. People it was somebody apart. else. I, it was Alfred Molina. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Don't you, uh, Dave you Chappelle? You only trust Alfonso Cuarón to have someone jerk off in a swimming pool. Great scene. It is a great scene. Great come. One one nice trick I learned from that movie was picking up toilet seats with my shoe. You know, just foot, footing it open. I was like, yeah, why you were a lot, you were a lot of sandals though, so that kind of puts you into some turmoil. Well, I, I try not to shit when I'm wearing sandals. <laughs> what? I shit when when my ass tells me it's time. That's I'm the, like, I'm, you can set my ass you rules. Can set a watch to my shit. That's gotta be the quote of the show. <laughs> my ass is in charge. That's gonna be the preview on iTunes. So we would be really Shatner. 
For real. It would totally be Shatner. Actually, it may not be. Let me think about that real quick. No, you're right about Clooney, though. I mean, he never had a peak. Frakes. Clockstoppers? Oh, my God. Frakes would destroy me, too. But Clooney's value is so much more. He might even make the news. I mean, you know, his producing. You'd have to read the local papers to find out if Frakes. Director of Castle takes the loss. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) You'd have to follow Frakes fan dot Twitter. I do. Um, Who are you saying? Who, Who would kill you, Luke? Well, I was just agreeing with your with your George Clooney in the sense that even beyond his acting, you know, the, the stuff that he you know produces or executive produces, his oh, directing work. I mean, oh man, we would be such a, if, if Clooney passed away, we'd be robbed of years of just incredible performance. No more Batman. His next movie looks incredible. And by the way, he's not the worst Batman. I mean, no, there was actually an article recently on like Huffington or something that said that like he, he his performance is actually the only thing about that movie that's worth. That's any good. That's worth. And watching. that movie allowed him to go do what he out wanted of sight. Yeah, actually, no see that's 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 wrong though. Is it his Bruce Wayne or is his Batman? His Batman was shit. His Bruce Wayne was pretty good. Oh yeah. Yeah, what but I'm his, ba- his Batman was the knife. Can you, can you blame him for okay, the stuff? I mean, come on. No, no, no. How do you not? You, you don't. You I don't worry about I think it's great, but this is a weird conversation. You the thing that sucks is that you actually pronounce his name right. You don't concern yourself with the stunt work. It's when it's the moments in which he's in the suit playing the character. It's when he's it's really bad. Is it because of floppy ears? It's no, it's not the floppy the ears. It's his performance as Batman itself. It's nothing at all. It's just I don't know. His performance as Bruce Wayne is quite good. I mean, it's very brooding and dark. It's, it's Bruce Wayne is. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. What if we lost him? If we lost Hugh Jackman, that would be the end of it. What if we lost? What if we lost? I mean, at this age, what if we lost fucking Christopher Lee? <laughs> that motherfucker's gotta be 90. He's done. Christopher Lee is fucking. They've buried half of him already. I mean, he's he's done. Who? Yeah, what? I don't understand the, where you're coming from with George. I don't Clinton. understand where you guys are coming from. What are you talking about? If Clooney he's, died, who gives a shit? But it doesn't matter. It's a I per- like him too, but it's a weird conversation. It's a personal choice. The, the, the Nick, Nick, that would be posed, Rob. Nick posed the question that it would, it would. It His would, involvement it would makes something necessary. Like, like I would have never watched. I mean, like, uh, like uh, Leatherheads. I mean, it's not a good movie. Even without Clooney, I still would have Fucking never watched. Fucking Leatherheads. <laughs> you just invalidated your whole argument. <laughs> it's such a weird. It's just a weird <laughs> conversation. What's we'll it about anybody? Like, no, oh, what happened? Really? No, I'm thinking of people who still are relevant, like who still have shit to, to prove. Oh, yeah, he's the biggest, one of the biggest stars in the world. Yeah, even if Clooney did die, I would still, I would still avoid the American. The American is a great movie. Well, but I, I mean, would still avoid it. Yeah. Okay, testify. The American's great. American is great. The TV show is good. Americans is great, but the Clooney movie is fantastic. John, I, I, I love it. It's it's great. It's awesome. He shoots the girl. Hot. There's a beautiful set in. Women. Actually, you know who it'd be? It'd be Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> Isn't he already dead? No. <laughs> Justin, you haven't given us an answer. I don't like that. I've given you two answers. Too sad. But Gandolfini would have been a perfect answer for that. Of course. That. There you go. It's, it's okay, totally what about Brian Cranston? That would suck. Oh, okay. Can you get any more irrelevant actors? Jesus Christ, you're an asshole. But I mean, you can do this for pretty much anybody. I think it'd be great if the Reaper showed up and get rid of all of these Question, irrelevant actors. Do you actors. watch Breaking Bad, Steve? No. Of course not. Adam Sandler? He's in Lawrenceville, actually, right now, filming with Drew Barrymore. And probably Justin Long. So you could take yeah, it all three. They should shut Lawrenceville down. That's not the only reason. Yeah, I, I, they, I got emailed. Uh, there was a casting call for softball players my age. No, they were talking about... I got an email. There's no, a softball element to the movie they're doing. The, what you got was the casting call for Colonels. No, no, it was a casting call for... 
30 to 50 year old softball players who are decent at it who, who want to be in a movie who are willing to embarrass themselves in an Adam Sandler movie so I click delete delete you consider it they were filming at the local Hooters that, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me how do they interfere with the prom <laughs> what's Clooney what's he directing now his next movie is incredible yeah I have to look it up though. it's more gravity yeah, I hope he finishes before he dies <laughs> I don't think he gets the question. I can't believe you're the voice of anti-Clooney. I, I, don't I love think... him. He's great. Actually, at this point, who the hell would care if anybody died? <laughs> <laughs> Once you go cut yourself, you fucking emo. <laughs> who cares if anybody died? <laughs> Why did you go cut yourself, you fucking emo? All right. his that next movie. the most emo thing I've ever heard come out of Steve. Okay, Brown. his next movie is called The Monument Men. <laughs> yeah. Listen to this cast. Matt Damon, <laughs> George Clooney, Kate Blanchett, John Goodman, Bill Murray, Jean Dujardin, Bob Balaban. Excellent. And then a bunch of fucking losers. And he's directing it? Yeah, he directed it. And it's. Wes Anderson fucking uh, producing it? Jesus, that cast. And it's about. It, it, the premise is um, in a race against time, a crew of art historians and museum curators unite to recover renowned works of art stolen by Nazis before Hitler destroys them. It sounds great, but it's already a failure. No it way. sounds great. Yeah, it'll be fantastic. Is that coming out this fall? Yeah. Oh, wow. Grant Heslov's involved. Well, he's his producing partner now. Mm-hmm. And it was co writer, yeah. George Clooney figured it'd be better than Steven Soderbergh. Matt Damon replaced Daniel Craig. Uh, oh, he did. Yeah. How does that, how do you, how does that make you feel? Okay. Are you still, have you finally warmed to Damon? What if Matt Damon died? But horrible, tragic. Elysium. That's, it looks that's amazing. Right around the corner. I can't Nick, wait. Nick on the show proclaimed that his uh, the most <laughs> versatile actor, uh, <laughs> the most versatile actor is Matt Damon, and I suggested that the, that that wasn't true. That the only thing Matt Damon does to separate himself from Rose is he does shit with his hair, changes his hair. So what is he, he shaves it, and the best ever is in Elysium. He shaves his head. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> it does. That's all he does. He changes his hair up. But we just discussed like 30 minutes ago about how all actors have a thing, and you know you. I like Matt Damon for sure, but I, I would like I was I disagree with Nick. I don't think he's very versatile. I feel like he's pretty versatile though. He's not. I versatile mean, think in of it: way. Mark Whitaker and uh, The Imposter versus his character in the Oceans movies. And You're right. They did have different hair. You're right. All he does is. <laughs> but I mean, in the Oceans movie, even like you would think a guy like Matt Damon would be the cool, and he plays like the nerdy kind of dweeb, yeah. like behind you know the eight ball or, or in front of whatever. Yeah. Well, he was behind the eight ball and kind of as well he's behind a few things actually i think he was in front of a few things i think he was the top he wasn't was a, he? he was the bottom wasn't he no he Amazing. was the top he wouldn't be the bottom i think Amazing that was that pissing movie. off uh Liberace, wasn't it i've only saw, saw it the one he was time. good in that i think movie, Liberace though. wanted to get some of that dick in. he wanted to dick you know give, give him the old what yeah. oh Liberace was the bottom you're gonna keep calling him Liberace because he's in character <laughs> god damn it's mike douglas so, uh, but he his hair was good in that. It was very different in that movie. I heard that's how he got. Uh, All right, let me say here. Cancer. The person that would devastate me the most if he took a serious loss would be Kirk Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> that would be some bullshit. Still alive? No, he's still yes, he's still alive. The hell with you. He's still so alive. Got, Douglas has got him. My list is Kirk Douglas and Bill Shatner. Yeah. Why don't you just say Ron Jeremy? Ruin it for everyone. No, no, who cares about Ron Jeremy? But Kirk Douglas, Bill Shatner. What director? Oh, what cool. director? That would devastate. Do we need right now? Like still working. Still working? Don't be a dick. Mm. No, I don't know. I'm just thinking. <laughs> um, don't say fucking Dennis Dugan. <laughs> I mean, in terms, in terms of like, you know, 
it's hard to say because I want to say Paul Thomas Anderson, but there's almost like caveats to it. I mean, mm-hmm. the guy makes so many interesting different movies. I have to admit, I watched The Master once, and I'm, I'm not sure what to think of. Oh, it. you're not talking about Resident Evil guy. Oh. <laughs> But, so but I mean, I feel like he's got so much to, you know, just in terms of just but he, like... But he's back with Fiona Apple. Fiona Apple's awesome. He's not back with her. And yeah. I don't think they're back together. And no, if they are, then maybe they'll come out with that musical that I was no, looking No, he's having to. kids with Maya Rudolph. He's with... He's just, yeah, he's married. Oh, yeah, speaking yeah. of, I saw... Yeah, he's... he's I just, saw the Way, Way Back recently. Oh, was it good? No. <laughs> <laughs> it was Rockwell? not. Rockwell's good. Rockwell's incredible. Yeah. And he's... It just showcases how great he is. Yeah. He's amazing. But he is, the whole movie he's trying to get in Maya Rudolph's pants, you know who looks I, pregnant. What she I, was pregnant. Well, she shouldn't have been. You know what I'd like for you to apologize for? Saying Seven Psychopaths wasn't that great. I need to see it again, because it was okay the first I time I saw it. Was okay. I watched it like four times. I it. I've heard like it's three not, or four people. You know, people would say, oh, it's not as good as In Bruges, but it's- Nothing's as good as In Bruges. Exactly, and it's such a different thing. And it, it really is one that works well Walken, in the re Walken's amazing in that movie, I think. Yeah. Love him. And, um, Talking about in a brief history of time, mm. the, the the opening, you know, with the, not Michael Shannon. What's the guy's name? The uh, guy who plays, um, um, he's in Boardwalk Empire and Michael Pitt. They just have like this little random five minute conversation at the beginning. I mean, it's just everything about it. All the elements. Just <coughs> I need to watch it again. I, I love the way it builds in the ending. I mean, the way they structure it. Um, I mean, obviously, I don't want to spoil it, but uh, Rockwell is the perfect answer actually, because that guy is yeah, perfect. Sure. He's actually. It's a shame that they used him in Iron Man too, because he is Downey. Like he could, he could have been, he could have Iron been Man. the new Iron Man. Yeah. Like he is Downey. Like he is the only thing close that kind of electricity. Yeah, you're right. That the Downey. He, he, he seems like it's like he's not working as much as he should. I think he's very great all the time. Especially, By the way, Spring Breakers was very disappointing. That's it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I wasn't expecting much. Be just because I mean, I think you know when you look at Harmony. Very good. Ring, I mean, he's a provocateur. And really. Yeah. Tom Cullen. Remember that last episode where I said I was going to watch it? I, I have not yet seen it. So but I you're, you're going to watch Lost Boy of the Tribe. <laughs> no, I have Well, and I would say the it's possible. Was, hold on. I'm sorry. This sorry, is more important. Sorry. I apologize. I, it's possible I will see the tribe before I see Moon. Even though I've had Moon for... <laughs> how, well, how long have you had Bloodstone? We've had, the same we've, amount of time. Probably gone on two years. Four so. years. No, not It's that been long. four years. I don't, I don't even know if Moon's four years old. Your son wasn't born. Yeah, that's true. No, Moon would have to be four years old. Source Code was two years ago. Wasn't Bloodstone it? was four years ago. That's more important. That's the problem. I loaned my uh, Selectivision video disc of Terror Vision to somebody. Should I still give him shit about that? Sorry, to derail your thought. No, it's okay. Please it's continue. Okay. Please. Um, it's thirty-one minutes into this segment. I can't even remember. You talking about? Still talking about Seven Psychopaths? No. No, whatever it was, it obviously wasn't important. But Seven Psychopaths is important, and it's definitely worth watching again. And I think you'll find that uh, you enjoy it more. And now I hope I'm not overhyping it, but, um, no, but I think it has a lot of value. And, and if you separate it from In Bruges and realize it's not that thing. Martin McCullough, is that And to name? me, it's almost Martin, like... Martin McDonald? Martin McDonald. And to Donald. me, it, it, it almost has like the quality, and I mean, I'm not the first to make the comparison, but like adaptation and, and the way that you can tell it's a writer struggling with his own writer's block and the way he works it out. I mean, to me, like I said, I just the ending, I just love did it. Did you see The uh, the Guard by his brother? It's pretty good. No. His brother did a movie called The Guard with Brennan Gleeson. Brennan yeah. Gleeson and somebody uh, else good. Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Oh, wow. Okay. It's, uh, it, the only thing I'll say about it is um, some of the dialect is thick. Right. But I mean, I mean, you, you might be able to understand it like that kind of when yes, you say thick. It's deep Scottish. You might right? be able to find it. It might be on Netflix instantly. 
Okay. I wonder if it is. I have this bad habit. I'll, I'll go buy a movie and then it shows up on Netflix yeah, since yeah. like two days I later. bought it on iTunes when it first became available. It's a good movie though. And and, and it's not as drop dead funny as in Bruges is, but it's, it's pretty damn The thing with, with the iTunes, you know, because, um, you know, $9.99, $14.99, it's like 40% cheaper than going to the movies and like buying a water. I mean, you know, it's yeah. like $6 for a water at the movie theater. So it's like, to me, it's like, I'll just, you know, I love, there's certain movies you have to see in the theater, but more often, like when we're talking about a Spring Breakers or something like that, I'll just pick it up for nine. Yeah, I like, I actually like, I, I love going to the theater still. I like renting uh, movies through PlayStation. Justin I like, and I are going to see The Conjuring soon. I'll go I, see it. I've second. heard great things. I mean, I've heard it's, it's, it's good. I'll go see anything in the movie theater. You, you're the one that usually turns me down. Yeah. Um, as we wrap up, um, Steve left. As, as far as iTunes goes, if they just did, they used to do these four ninety nine movie sales. Mm. And it would, you'd have to hunt for it. If they put that in the front of the fucking site, it would do wonders for that company. Would, yeah. I know that they're hurting for money. <laughs> but All that $80 billion in cash they're sitting on. But, uh, but honestly, that's what they need. They need to, like, because I, I love getting movies on digital. And I, I, and they, they, there's a movie that came out by, uh, I think you can get it on VOD, called Hell Baby, I think. Hell mm-hmm. Baby. Well, you sure. It just the, came out. Yeah, the, yeah. the um, Ben Garant and uh, yeah, I like Yeah, I like some of the cast, so I, I want to see it. But I know I heard it's kind of mixed, but I They're I, playing I the so trailer now on, like, YouTube videos and stuff, so I, I caught it the other day for the first time. I've been hearing about it for a while. I, I mean, how about those guys? I, I used mean, to read a comic yeah. called Hell Baby, and it's not based on that, though. No, which, no, which it's, it's, a, it's a spoof. It's like, a, you know, a baby. Uh, yeah, is born it looks pretty born. funny. I mean, I, I don't know if it's going to... But, you know, I get excited when that kind of stuff comes out, because you hear it playing at festivals, and you wonder when it's going to come out, like in the theater, or right. if it ever does, and then all of a sudden it pops up in VOD, which is cool. I love how um, those guys make millions of dollars punching up like the pacifier and shit. Know. You know, it's just so weird. But yeah, that book I, they did, you read the great. book, didn't great you? Book. I, yeah, great book. I have no need to read it simply since I'm Thank not you. a screenwriter. Oh, those guys I guess are... you don't necessarily have to be. To, to well, if you ask, if you ask people in Hollywood, neither am I. Right. I was just thinking about that. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, everybody.
stories in this album will give you the opportunity of joining into the speech and action.